الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم After Surah Al-A'raf, the next Surah is Surah Al-Anfal. At the end of Surah Al-A'raf, as we mentioned yesterday, Almighty Allah indicated towards Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, standing up in the courts of the Pharaoh, and the power that Allah Tabarakullah had given Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, it was so simple in its nature, but within it was the divine command of Almighty Allah in front of which no evil could stand. The message was given that the people of this Ummah also, especially at a time when they are in the court of the Pharaoh, in a regime of the Fir'aun, they should never lose sight of the power that Almighty Allah gave them. And no matter how simple it may seem, we call it the power of Quran, the power of the Sunnah. The power is there within that simple Surat, the message was to be a Musa of the era and that when Almighty Allah inspires to utilize the power that you have, then using that power to stand up with the desire to carry high the flag of Islam. In Surah Al-Anfal, Almighty Allah makes indication to who will be those soldiers who will be able to rise high with this flag. The first verse of the surah, يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْأَنْفَالِ قُلْ الْأَنْفَالُ لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ That they ask you regarding extras. Extras here, in the time of the battle, the real purpose of a battle is for the pleasure of Almighty Allah. After the battle, however, if victory is achieved in this world, then there is something called مَالِ غَنِيمَتْ بُوتِي That booty is extra. Like how you have farz and you have nafal. The booty is not the main purpose of the battle. But it is an extra that Almighty Allah allowed the people of this ummah to utilize. In previous ummahs it was not allowed. It would be taken and burnt. However, because it was extra, it was never meant to become a maqsad, a purpose behind this war, behind this battle. So the criteria to become part of the army of Almighty Allah, Ula'ika Hizbullah. Number one is that what is extra? That must never become the maqsad, the sole purpose of this. Almighty Allah, had He wanted, He could have made it very hard that those that are ready to walk on this path, they must be ready and understand they will get nothing in this world, for it has been kept for them in the year after. That would have been so difficult, Almighty Allah in His kindness promised that they will get hasana fit dunya, the best of this world, they will get the best of the year after. The army of Almighty Allah were not going to be left poor in this world. They were not going to be left hungry in this world, starving in this world, naked in this world. But it was said to those soldiers, trust your Almighty Allah, 
And don't run behind that which Almighty Allah will give you. It is something that is extra. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْأَنْفَالِ After the battle of Badr, certain Sahaba radiallahu got into a discussion regarding some parts that were taken from the battlefield. For who is the ownership? The answer came to them, قُلْ Say to them, الْأَنْفَالُ لِلَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ All of this extra is for Allah. It was never the purpose when you said, I am fighting for Allah. This was never the purpose. It was a message to every soldier in the spot, every scholar in the spot, that a salary was never going to be the purpose. When it was said, I am learning this deen for Allah, and that wealth which was going to come with it was never supposed to be a purpose of it. Say to the people, Al-Anfalu Lillah, this extra is Allah's, War Rasul, and it is for the Messenger of Allah, meaning Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will discuss and He will show how it should be distributed. Man will still get from it. Almighty Allah did not make it haram for the Mujahideen to get from the wealth which was taken from the enemy, the booty. Rather, it was called very barakah, full of blessings. Similarly, the wealth of a scholar, that money which comes to an individual because of him taking out his time to teach the deen of Almighty Allah to the world, it has also come in the ahadith that the most barakah is in that wealth which came to a, onto a person on account of himself devoting himself. But there will be barakah in it when it is not made a maqsad. When that is the maqsad, the purpose of a man's deen, then it will be said he sold his deen for a little of the dunya. If booty is made the purpose of jihad, then jihad no longer remains the highlight of Islam. It just becomes a war. Similarly, if money is made the purpose of the battle between spirituality and materialism, then money itself is also material. It will just be man left one material gain and he took another. Almighty Allah says, that is not yours. Fattakullah, rather fear Almighty Allah. That's the criteria for walking the spot. Differences that arise between you all. During a battle, as long as the soldiers understand who the enemy is, they might have some differences while they are on the Dastarkhan while they are walking to the battlefield, while they are focusing their attention on the enemy. But we all know that those differences will not be wild. It will not be rude. It will not be stabbing each other. Because in front of a much mightier, stronger enemy, it is the normal law of the world that people gather together. It is said this is not the time to fight. It is when man loses sight of the real enemy. Then shaitan makes one fight against the other. The brother is fighting with the brother. Sister is fighting with the sister. A child is fighting with the mother. Fights and fights all over. Almighty Allah says, Fear Almighty Allah. As far as possible, try to break these fights. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sabrahimullah wrote, What will be the basis or the solution, the ilaj for breaking, breaking? Breaking up many of the fights that are taking place today in the Ummah. He said that first verse, Fattakullah. 
It is that fear that one day I also will have to stand in front of Almighty Allah. At that time, if I was sincere in my fight with my Muslim brother and sister, it was if I was sincere in every sentence I said, whatever I wrote, whatever I tried to prove, then life will go very easy for me. I will not be asked, were you not ordered to have husnazan, good opinion, because I'll have an answer. I had a good opinion about my brother. I will not be told, were you not told to not make ghibat, to not backbite about your brother. I'll have an answer in front of Allah. I never made ghibat. I will not be asked, why were you suspicious? Were you not told suspicion in Naba'da Zanni Ithmun? Suspicion many a time is a sin. I will have an answer in front of Allah. If I am sure I will have an answer in front of Almighty Allah, then there is no problem. Let me continue fighting with my brothers and sisters. But that one who thinks that perhaps I might not have an answer on that day, Fattakullah, the fear of Almighty Allah should make a person think that perhaps a sentence I want to say, there is no sincerity in that sentence. Perhaps it's because of a burn in my heart. He proved one point against me, I'll make sure I prove another. He disgraced me the other day, today is my chance. When I fell, he laughed. Now when he falls, am I not going to laugh? In this battle, if soldiers cannot join together, then they do not remain soldiers anymore. وَأَطِيعُوا اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Obey Almighty Allah in the Messenger of Almighty Allah. This obedience is not in only one part or two parts, but it's in a collection. Obey in the seerah. In the manner Allah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, dealt with his friends. He dealt with those that were far. He dealt with those who did not understand how soft he was, his nature, how he brought people, how he explained the issue. Wa Obey Almighty Allah and the Rasul of Allah in everything. In kuntum If really Iman is within you. So the first criteria of this part is that money in this part, welcome to the people who are ready to make an effort for the deen of Almighty Allah. But in the end of the day, it is nafal extra. Men should not worry about that extra. Almighty Allah has never held it back. Almighty Allah will not hold it back. The one who allows it to come to him without waiting and desiring, he will find it will come with barakat, a lot of blessings. Second point on the part for every soldier, as far as possible, let fights not arise amongst the soldiers. When the enemy itself is so strong, the soldiers themselves do not have time for petty fights. Somehow or the other make a sula amongst yourself. Even if it means you have to give lot. But for the purpose of the battle, it's worth it. Almighty Allah now speaks about every soldier on the spot. Remember when we speak about the battle between spirituality, ruhaniyat and materialism. It got nothing to do with being a male. It got nothing to do with having muscles. It got nothing to do with knowing how to use your weapons. The real weapon in the spot is spiritual power. That weapon has been given to the young girl, to the young boy, to the old uncle, to the old auntie. It has been given to the male, it has been given to the female. It was given to the scholar, it was given to the non-scholar. Everyone's part in this battle will definitely be different. But when the power is Quran and the Sunnah, then everyone is a soldier in this part. 
When he will be looked at each soldier, what must he have? He must have the azmat of Almighty Allah within him. إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ The people of Iman الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهُ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ That just the name of Almighty Allah sends a slight shiver through the hearts. That azmat of the greatness of Almighty Allah. Understand who's the leader of this. Who we are fighting this battle for. For who we are living, for who we are dying. وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ when the ayat of Qur'an are recited on them, زَادَتْهُمْ imana. The first is the azmat, greatness of Almighty Allah. Second is, having within them the Qur'an and taking benefit from the Qur'an. When the ayat are read upon them, it spurs them, it energizes them, it electrifies them spiritually. وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ And the third is, they have trust on Almighty Allah. That in front of them, no matter how great their enemy is, they understand my Allah will not do me down. My Almighty Allah will not go against His promise. He has promised me either victory in this world which I will see with my eye or victory in the grave which I will see with my heart. Trusting in Allah, taking power from the Quran and having the azmat of Almighty Allah, the soldier is told now to show to show what you have within you, الَّذِينَ يُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ Now you will find salah has become part of his life. He is not only performing the salah, iqama is taking place. Iqama of the salah means when he stands, he really stands. Perfection in his salah is his goal. He stands with khushu and khudu. He stands with the fear of Almighty Allah. Money is a beloved thing to him. وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ but to spend that money for his Allah who is more beloved is easy for him. Almighty Allah says, In these, these are the people of Iman. By Almighty Allah, the stages are written. High, high ranks they have. Almighty Allah makes indication that in the spot, Difficulties are going to come. And when that difficulty comes, it is only natural that an individual, a soldier in the spot will feel it hard. There will be times, and there were times, when lives were lost. There were those times where a person felt if A never happened, rather it was B. If this did not happen, rather that. If Almighty Allah did not give so much of power at the present times, to the shaitani and devil lobbies that we have around us. And rather had we been born in a time when the khilafat was strong. Every soldier on the spot will always wish for one. But he might not always find what he wishes. Almighty Allah says, كَمَا أَخْرَجَكَ رَبُّكَ مِنْ بَيْتِكَ بِالْحَقِّ In the spot many a time, the decision of Almighty Allah, it will not seem so wonderful and so appeasing to the soldier on the spot. But he must remember, remember that time Almighty Allah says, when your Rabb took you out of your houses. This was the battle of Badr. It was the first battle. Sahaba radiallahu anh, hearing of the enemy. It was a tabi'i, a natural feeling within all, that should we be here, such a huge enemy has come out. 
Almighty Allah says that we know very well there was a group amongst the believers that were not happy with this. There was nothing wrong with their iman. It's the natural tabi'i feeling when you realize that the enemy is so huge. Must we take the chance? يُجَادِلُونَكَ فِي الْحَقِّ With regards to something that had been decided by Almighty Allah. They were going to present their arguments to you, O Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ba'dama tabayyana, after the matter had become clear. What was the matter? Hazrat Mufti Shafi sahab rahimullah writes, the number of the enemy, the strength of the enemy, that the Muslims had not come for this battle, they were ill-equipped, they had come for a caravan, كَأَنَّمَا يُسَاقُونَ إِلَى الْمَوْتِ As they were presenting the arguments, must we go front, must we not go front? It seemed that some of them were being dragged to death. While they were looking at death in front. There was nothing wrong with them giving their arguments. It was a mashwara. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked sahaba radiallahu anhum. The muhajirin stood up and they said, we are ready to fight. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not say anything. Then it was an Ansari who understood that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wants to see what they have to say. Because they had given the promise in the beginning that they will protect Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Medina Munawwara. That was the promise. This was a battle that was taking place very far from Medina Munawwara. There was no promise for this. But this was the soldiers on this path. That no matter what the difficulty was going to be. So a sahabi radiallahu leader of the Ansar stands up. And at that time he would say, Oh Allah's Nabi, even if you have to say to us, take our animals into the ocean, you will not find us like the people of Nabi Musa salam, when he said to them, go front and fight. They said, how can we fight such an enemy? He said, rather you go and your Allah goes. He says, we will not answer that. If you say to us, go with your water animals into the ocean, that was that first group of the warriors of the spot. Almighty Allah says, وَإِذْ يَعِدُكُمُ Allah." Remember the time when Almighty Allah promised you that you will definitely wait one of the two. One was the caravan of Abu Sufyan and one was that mighty army in which Abu Jahal was. You were promised one we will give it to you. It was your desire that the one that does not have a thorn the one in which there is no difficulty, that must be. And that is how every one of us on the spot, it's a natural feeling that we would not like difficulty. We would like it to be easy. However, Almighty Allah got His own decision and plan. Almighty Allah's plan was that the truth must dominate and that the backs of kufr must be broken. So that the truth will be made established. Almighty Allah will destroy falsehood. Even if criminals do not, are not happy with this decision. There will always be difficulties that will come. For the Ummah of Rasulullah It came when the Khilafat was there. It came when the Khilafat fell. It will come again when the Khilafat will be re-established. Allah's Nabi taught the Ummah. Always ask Almighty Allah for afiyat, meaning having no thorn. But 
But when the difficulty comes, فَثْبُتُوا Then do not run away. إِسْتَسْتَغِيثُونَ رَبَّكُمْ Almighty Allah has showed what was within them that allowed them to stand up. A small group of Sahaba radiallahu anhum against a mighty army. They left a message for the world that when you will find yourself facing difficulties while you are walking the path of sirat mustaqim while it all is your desire to be a warrior on this path, but you are finding the enemy, you are finding the call of the devil, you are qualifying the attractions around you very strong, then what will you do? رَبَّكُمْ He says, remember when you are called for help unto your Allah. When man sees a very big enemy in front of him, and he understands I cannot fight, what does he normally do? He looks around to see, is there any other power? In a spiritual battle, what will man look for? He will look for the one who sends spiritual power. Remember when you looked to your Lord for help, فَاسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ Immediately he responded, أَنِّي مُمِدُّكُمْ بِأَلْفٍ مِّنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ A thousand angels are going to be sent for your help. مُرْدِفِينَ One after the other. وَمَا جَعَلَهُ اللَّهِ What were the purpose of this thousand? Almighty Allah mentioned, the purpose was, that it was just going to be a basharat khushkhabri. It was going to give strength. Bihi qulubukum. Strength to your heart. When man finds difficulties in the spot. Then instead of falling flat, it is the time for begging. It is the time for asking. It is the time when the head is in sajda. It is the time for crying. The law on the spot is, you will try and you will cry. وَمَن نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ on account of the pleas of man, Almighty Allah sends the angels. The angels, as they descend upon his body and his heart, inna, He finds his heart becoming stronger. Many a person says that I make dua, but I am not finding the results of dua. The reason why he, this is said is he does not understand what is the result of dua. The result of dua is not that which you are asking for. The result of dua is that your heart becomes strong, that you are able to then be patient until the time comes when Almighty Allah decides to give one what has been written for one. That man who loves with dua, inshallah he will never see depression in his life. He will never find himself despondent. Difficulties will come in his path, but he will find his heart growing stronger and stronger. As you called unto your Rabb for help, and he responded immediately, I will send the angels one up after the other. A thousand angels will be sent. Your hearts will become strong. So hard, so strong the hearts of Sahaba radiallahu anhum became in that battle. Almighty Allah says, remember that time. In the battle, at a time when they understood their number is so little and the enemy are so huge, and just before this in the mashwara, they were wondering how will we face an enemy. But when that heart became strong, Almighty Allah says, remember during the battle. During the battle, there was that time that while you were looking, while you were preparing, Almighty Allah made a fiza. Almighty Allah brought an environment upon Sahaba radiallahu anhum that sleep overcame them. At such a condition, if you nuas. When the eyes started closing, they were awake for many nights. Tiredness had taken over them. But in that condition, can anyone ever sleep? Amanatam minhu. 
Almighty Allah says, because your Allah had placed so much of serenity, tranquility upon you. There are people in this world today surrounded with the biggest and the best of walls and the most protected of gadgets. But when they are in their bed, the most comfortable of beds, the best of pillows, everything around them is indeed the most luxurious. They got the life of a pharaoh, but when they put their head on that pillow, then they are asking, can I have a tablet? Because sleep is not coming. If Surrounded by luxury, a man cannot find peace. Sahaba radiallahu anhum was surrounded by death. But when Almighty Allah, on account of their plea for help, sent the angels to make their heart strong, in that environment, surrounded by death, they were able to find their peace. They were able to take rest. وَيُنَزِّلُ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً One was the inside, their hearts, their batin, was made strong with Almighty Allah. It was filled with itminan and sukoon. As for the outside, Almighty Allah says, and then your Allah sent down a drizzle of water. لَيُطَحِّرَكُمْ بِهِ There was a need, many were thirsty, many needed to make wudu. There was not water around them. وَيُذْهِبَ عَنْكُمْ رِزَّ الشَّيْطَانِ And that dirt, one meaning of that dirt is that doubt that the devil had placed that what's going to happen as this water started coming. Man has always understood that when you see the help of Almighty Allah, sometimes in small amounts, then you must know bigger things are going to happen. There was no water. There was no sign of rain coming as that rain coming. That little doubt which the devil had still left. How are we going to manage? They saw the help of Almighty Allah coming. Even at a time when rain was not expected, they saw the rain coming. The legs were now going to make firm. The heart was going to become strong. Everything was going to happen when? When man was ready to be a soldier on the spot. He would look up to Almighty Allah for strength. If you Almighty Allah says, Remember when your Rabb said to the angels, Anni ma'akum, that go now to help my slaves. I am with you all. Make the people of Iman strong. I will place in the hearts of the people of Kufr or fear in this battle. It has carried this battle is a battle which has already passed 1400 years. The army of Islam has never been defeated. The army of Islam shall never be defeated. The reason is the one that is seeing to the needs of this army. The one that is strengthening the needs of this army is an everlasting is a never dying. It's al hayyul qayyum. It is an Allah, but that Allah looks for certain. Allah looks for sincere slaves, sincere soldiers in the spot. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. The quality of sincerity is, O people of iman. Ida laqitumulladina kafaru. When you will find the people of kufar in front of you, zahfan in the battle, falatu walluhumul adbar. Then seeing their power, don't lose hope and turn your back and run. Rather take up the courage in this world, what we call in the battle of spirituality against materialism, ruhaniyat against madiyat. The mind will normally say to an individual that they got the resources of the world, they got the media of the world, they can print kitabs by the thousands, books by the thousands. You are busy writing one article in refutation of one view of this. Who is going to ever read your article? How are you going to spread it in the world? They will write 25 articles, 30 articles. They will spread it in a day. They have editors around the world. 
They have the newspapers for them. They have the libraries for them. They will put it in the universities. They have the interest behind them. The banks is behind them. They will be able to spread it far and wide. At that time, looking at the power of the enemy, the soldier on the spot starts feeling sad. And he thinks, even if I lift up my hand, even if I have to lift up my sword in the spot, how will it ever help? Think about the ulama who stood up. Think about Nabi Nuh when he called for so many years. What was his nazar at the time of calling? That the work of the slave, the work of the soldier is to move his hand. When Ibrahim was told, call to the Hajj, call to the house of Allah, he would also look around and he would feel, who will ever hear it? How many great mujaddids passed in this world? In what places and what villages they were? At a time when writing a kitab, at a time when giving a bayan, at a time when small starting a small madrasa, at a time when teaching one boy Quran, who would have ever thought that this little effort that I will make today will break through the barriers of kufr in the world one day? فَلَمْ تَقْتُلُوهُمْ Almighty Allah mentions why. He says, remember, it is not you that is really fighting. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ قَتَلَهُمْ Rather, it is Almighty Allah that is destroying. وَمَا رَمَيْتَ إِذْ رَمَيْتَ Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the battle of Badr picked up a handful of sand. He threw it. Almighty Allah made that one one a particle, particle of that handful of dust that he threw went into each kafir's eye. All started rubbing. The effects of it went right through. How did it go? From so far he threw. Which wind was going to take it? How he took it to one one soldier? Everyone started rubbing his eye. وَمَا رَمَيْتَ إِذْ رَمَيْتَ Almighty Allah says, It was not you when you threw. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ رَمَا Rather it was Almighty Allah who threw. Whoever will make an effort in the spot, being a scholar, be it a non-scholar, be it a male, be it a female, lift up your hand, lift your tongue, make an effort for your deen, whether it means establishing madaris, whether it means starting the recitation of Qur'an, whether it means making yourself a soldier and reading Qur'an, or teaching somebody else Qur'an, or inviting towards Qur'an, or publishing, writing, speaking, whatever effort man can make, he should not think that how will my effort make any effect in this battle. وَمَا رَمَيْتَ Wallah, it is not me, it is not you. No one throws when he throws in the spot. Rather, it is Almighty Allah who allows the arrow to go far and wide in the world. وَلِيُبْلِيَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ مِنْهُ In this Almighty Allah has said, Indeed, a big imtihan will be taken. بَلَاءً حَسَنًا But a most unique imtihan will be taken from the believers. إِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ During this battle, every sentence of the soldier will be heard. Every action of the soldier. ذَلِكُمْ Remember this. And also remember, وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ مُوهِنُ كَيْدِ الْكَافِرِينَ That the kaid, the traps, the conspiracies, the plots of the people of Kufr, Almighty Allah says, He has already made a decision to make that weak. It will one day collapse to the ground. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا At the end of this page, Almighty Allah says, O people of Iman, إِسْتَجِيبُوا لِلَّهِ وَلِلْرَسُولِ إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ لِمَا يُحْيِكُمْ Islam has not come to destroy anyone's life. Quran has not come to destroy. Almighty Allah says, When you are invited towards that thing which has come to give you life, this is called eternal life, happiness in this world, in the grave, in the year after. When you are called to that thing which will give you life, then stand up immediately. Understand well that Almighty Allah comes between man and his heart.
One meaning of this is that when that da'iya, that thought comes within an individual, let me make an intention, then don't ever put it off and say that one day when I want to, one day when I want to, I will change. This one day wanting to, no one makes a decision. Almighty Allah says, Allah is the one who sometimes comes between man and his own heart also. Even if the heart promised that at the age of 27 I will change, perhaps that change will never come. A second meaning of this verse, Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib Rahimullah gives, is that remember that when you stand up to the call of Almighty Allah, your mind might say to you, but where are you ever going to do something? You got such faulty thoughts, you got such faulty desires, you are such a weak individual, you only like food, you only like sleep, where can you be a man in this path? Almighty Allah says, remember, verily your Allah, He comes between man and his heart also. That even if your heart wants something, and Almighty Allah wants something else, if you are ready to be a soldier in this path, Almighty Allah can make you, may Almighty Allah make all of us. وَاتَّقُوا فِتْنَةً لَا تُصِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ خَاصَّةً And if a person says, I do not want to be a soldier on the spot, and let the world just run how it is running. No one is really forcing me to do what I don't want to do. I am allowed to live a happy life. I am a Muhammad, I am a Amina, life is carrying on so well. Why must I even worry of voicing? Why must I even worry of establishing masajid, establishing madaris? If my child learns how to read Quran, so well and good. If he doesn't learn how to read Quran, so what? What difference will it make if he goes to the masjid? If I get an alim to teach him how to perform salah, well and good. If there is no one to teach him, what difference does it make? But man never speaks like that there when it comes to the world, when it comes to worldly education. Because when this world became the maqsad of man's life, everything fell for the world. Deen is supposed to be the maqsad. Almighty Allah says, remember, if you feel that you don't want to be part of this battle, وَاتَّقُوا fitnatan, Then fear such a calamity falling. It's like in a normal, when these people of the town are told, stand up for the battle. Some people say, why must we go fight? But it is known when the enemy comes, then they don't only kill those that were out on the battlefield. They go wild and they take those that never even go for the battle. Almighty Allah says, fear that problem, that calamity that comes. La minkum That when it hits, it will not only hit the zalims, it will hit everyone. Remember the punishment of Almighty Allah is indeed severe. At the end of the of the juz, on the last page, Almighty Allah in a most beautiful manner explains to us the system of the world of kufr, how they work to destroy Islam, but the result will never be. Why Almighty Allah, however, put that power in their hands? Allah says, Inna kafaru amwalahum. The people of kufr will continue spending the wealth so that somehow they can turn you away from the path of Allah. Indeed, they will spend lots and lots of wealth. But the results that they wanted, they will never get. It will become nothing for them but a hasrat, a grief. They will be destroyed. They will be overpowered in this. The people of Iman will one day again stand up as the Ghalib nation in the world. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا As for the people of Kufr, إِلَىٰ جَهَنَّمَ يُحْشَرُونَ They will be taken to Jahannam. But there was this period where wealth was going to be given to them. They were going to be given the time and the chance to spread that wealth. Almighty Allah had already promised. For them it will be hasrat and grief. 
and finally they will be destroyed. But then the soldier says, but why did Almighty Allah give them such a power? Could not he just have removed the power from them? Then so easily I would have destroyed them. Almighty Allah says, so that Almighty Allah can differentiate between the dirt and that which is pure. وَيَجْعَلَ الْخَبِيثَ بَعْضَهُ عَلَىٰ بَعْضٍ And that dirt, one on top of the other, will be placed on one side. A heap will be made that will also go towards Jahannam. There will be people in the clothes or with the name of Iman. But when the time of the battle comes, then you will see true colors coming out. May Almighty Allah save us. Let it never be our true colors is kufar and nifaq. Allah tabarakta allow us to be zahiran and batinan from the soldiers of Islam, to love as the soldiers, to die as the soldiers. Those that are pulled out of this and they are not accepted to be soldiers on the spot. Almighty Allah says, indeed they are the biggest losers. Say to the people of Kufar, that you also think about it, how long you're going to fight against Allah. If you stop, Whatever you had done in the past will be forgiven. But if they want to continue, let them know that many in the past tried it. The sunan, the way of the people of the past, which was mentioned yesterday and the day before, Fir'aun and Qarun and Haman and the people of Madian and the people of Nabi Lut and the people of Nabi Hud and every Nabi and the people surrounding him, enough history has shown enough who came and enough who went. وَقَاتِلُوهُمْ As for the people of Iman, Almighty Allah says, you continue fighting this battle. حَتَّى لَا تَكُونَ فِتْنَةٌ And you will continue fighting this battle until a time comes where there is no fitna and shy left. وَيَكُونَ الدِّينُ كُلُّهُ لِلَّهِ and this deen, it is only and solely the deen of Allah, which is ghalib in the entire world. فَإِنِ انْتَهُوا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ وَإِنْ تَوَلَّوْا If the enemy stop, then verily Almighty Allah is watching. وَإِنْ تَوَلَّوْا If they are not ready to stop, and they want to continue fighting against you, then you don't continue, you don't stop in this battle. فَعْلَمُوا Understand well, no matter how strong they are, أَنَّ اللَّهَ مَوْلَاكُمْ but with you, Almighty Allah is your helper. Ni'mal Mawla wa Ni'mal Nasir. What a wonderful helper. What a wonderful Mawla. What a wonderful one in charge. What a wonderful one who sees to all our needs. May Almighty Allah make us in this path sincere soldiers. May Almighty Allah save us from kufr. Almighty Allah save us from nifaq. Wa akhir da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.